Hey, welcome to The Spirited Life, where I am working to take the woo out of the woo-woo and bring spirituality back down to earth. On this podcast, we talk about all things intuitive, intuitive development, psychic and mediumship understanding, mindset work, and of course, manifesting. I'm going to help you understand how to manifest the things that you want and stop manifesting the things that you don't. I'm going to teach you how your intuition works with you every single day, how you can tune into it and how to tune out of it. And for those of you that are wondering what it's like to be a medium or how to enhance your psychic gifts, I'm going to help you with that too. But I'm going to do it in a way that brings it all back down to earth. My mission is to help you live a more spirited life. Hello, and welcome back to The Spirited Life, your resource for all things intuitive development, mediumship development, spiritual understanding, and mindset. Today, we are going to talk about mediumship as a whole. So today's podcast is really going to be about understanding what mediumship is, because I think there's so much taboo around it still, and I understand why there's taboo around it, but I think people don't quite understand what mediumship is. I don't think that everybody really truly grasps the sacredness, the healing, the, the beauty in what mediumship is. When we think about mediumship, we tend to think about psychics. We tend to think about scammers. We tend to think about somebody that can connect with dead people or that sees dead people walking around all the time. And I want to be honest with you guys. It's really not about that. It's really not even like that. When I was a kid, I did actually see apparitions. I would see things kind of out of the corner of my eye walking in into doorways. Um, But that was really the extent of it. I still do see orbs every once in a while. I still do see colors. I still do see flashing lights with my naked eye. But for the most part, you guys, intuitive gifts and clairvoyant abilities, which when we think about mediumship, automatically we actually think about clairvoyance versus the other four clairs. But when we think about clairvoyant abilities and things of that nature, it's not really usually a physical thing, okay? It's a very internal thing. It's a voice that is felt deep, deep, deep within you. It's a knowing that is felt within your gut. It's a feeling of when you meet someone and knowing that they're your soul family, knowing that without a doubt, you guys were supposed to meet because maybe you've met in another another life or maybe there's a spiritual reason for your connection. Now, that's more about the intuitive gifts, the intuitive abilities, but I really want to focus specifically on mediumship today for a couple of reasons. I want to kind of undo some of the taboo that's been placed around mediumship, and I understand where it came from. As you've heard in my previous episodes, I have been myself scammed by a quote-unquote psychic. It is 
unfortunate and really shitty that some people take advantage of people who are in a vulnerable spot, looking for healing, looking for closure from their loved ones. But that's in the past. I really feel like that is in the past. If you're taking what I'm teaching and what um, my my colleague Amanda Lynette Mater are teaching and intuitive soul, Jessica from Intuitive Souls blog, and there's a couple of other people out there that are really trying to break away from the taboo. And the way that we are doing that is we're teaching you what to look out for. We're teaching you what this actually is. We're teaching you the sacredness within it. And it is our hope that everyone can learn the beauty around spirituality and intuition and mediumship because it's not what it was in the past. It's not just for somebody sitting there with a crystal ball or somebody that's claiming to see dead people walking around everywhere. It's not just for those ghost hunter shows, which gosh, like, I'm sorry, no offense to anybody that's into that. Don't even get me started on that type of thing. Okay. Mediumship is also not always what you see on TV. I'm not going to name names, but it's not always mediums that walk into Subway and all of a sudden say, oh, your dead, your dead grandmother standing behind you and here's what she has to say. I'm here to kind of debunk all of that because you guys need to know, like, while the mediums on TV are good and accurate, I have heard great things about them. Um, you need to know that it's a TV show and you need to know that they probably have someone walking in there prepping prefacing their their appearance, right? Letting the people know who's coming in, asking who's available for a reading, asking who's available and open for any kind of connection that's going to come through. But you're not going to see that on TV, okay? And I also don't love and I'll be honest, and there's nothing, I'm not saying there's anything wrong or bad about this. Um, but I don't really love big, huge gallery style readings if they are done in a certain way. Now, a lot of mediums do them. I have done them. I've done conferences. I've done gallery style sessions. Okay. But I think that they can be done in a way that is ethical and accurate. And they can be done in a way that is cold reading and misleading. And what I mean by that is, for example, when I did my gallery readings, which I don't really, I don't love to do them. They're a lot of energy. Um, but when I did them, I wouldn't say I'm picking up this, this, and this, and this person, and I'm feeling this, and I'm feeling this. Who does that belong to? I never did that. What I would do is walk over to an area, walk over to a person. If it was a bigger room, right? So if it was a bigger one with like 25 or 50 people, I would walk over to a specific person that I was pulled to, that I was guided to, and then I would give them their specific messages. Or if I was doing a gallery style reading in someone's home that had, I usually tried to keep those at like 12 people. That was like my level of comfort. Let's say I had a room of 12 people. I would call on one specific person, start reading them, and then if I was guided to give another message, I would. What I don't love and what I don't like and what I've seen a lot of like big mediums, well-known mediums do is they'll have this whole room filled with people 
and they'll start asking questions and then they'll say, okay, who does this belong to? And they go over to that person. Now, that's not always bad. That's not always unethical. For me, I like to know without a doubt that I am connecting to that person's person or that person's spirit team. I'm giving that very specific guidance that is meant for that person. I don't like cold reading. Cold reading is where we ask questions. We ask leading questions. We look at people's body language. And that is why you most of the time will hear me say, I do my readings via audio. I don't want to see you. Not that I'm not sure or not that, you know, I don't want to see your beautiful face, but I don't want to see your body language. I don't want there to be any kind of question about whether I was cold reading or not. And that's not just for you, babe. That's for me. Because I need to know 100% without a doubt that my ego, my any subconscious triggers that I could be picking up on are not available to be utilized. I want it to be all energy, all spirit, all your people, all of the time. And so that's part of why I don't really like doing gallery style readings too. I could do them. I could, and I could make a lot of money doing them, but I don't love to do them because I just feel more comfortable in an intimate setting. And honestly, I believe that when you are getting a reading, it is so incredibly sacred that the information coming through is meant for you. And yes, it, let's say I do a gallery reading or there's a group coaching call, right? And some information is coming through for somebody. Oftentimes that, that information, that message, the overall arching message, the guidance is going to be meant for more than one person. And I think that that is incredibly beautiful. But I do have my own kind of ethical standards when it comes to gallery style readings. I do not think that they are bad or wrong. I think they're a great way to get a little bit of insight, to get a taste of how that medium works. I think that it's great. I will caution you to be careful and pay attention to how the reader is working. Okay. So I got off on a little bit of an ethical tangent, but I... I just kind of want to sit, preface this whole podcast about mediumship with mediumship is not a party trick. Mediumship is not something to be taken lightly. And I mean that in it's not a joke. It's not something to play around with, at least for me. For me, mediumship is sacred. For me, mediumship is everything. For me, mediumship, if you choose to tap into it, is available to us all. And that's why I don't necessarily, if you've read my blog, I don't love the term medium or mediumship. But for the sake of this podcast, that's what we're using as an identifier. But mediumship isn't, if you are a medium... So if you are someone that is very, very, very highly intuitive, that has been getting these clairvoyant messages or intuitive messages your whole life, you have the vivid dreams, you have even like the sleep paralysis, you have, you're an extreme empath, you know things about other people without them ever telling you, you can tell how somebody's feeling, Um, you hear buzzing or popping in your ears, you can sense pressure changes in the air, you see pressure changes in the air. These are all... um, signs that you're highly intuitive and might likely be a medium. I have two articles on my site 
signs you might be a medium. So if you want to go look those up, I have very specific things on there that might tell you whether you might be a medium. Some, And when I say medium, I mean somebody who is able to tap into spirit, get accurate messages, and give those messages to other people should you choose. Okay. But I fully believe that we all have the capacity to tap into spirit because we are spirit. We are spirit in a human body. We are spirit here to have a human experience. And so that guidance is always available to you. It's just a matter of learning how to tap into it, learning how to get the accurate messages, working past the fear, working past the doubt, working past all of that so that you can get those clear and concise and evidential messages that are meant for you, that are meant for guidance for you. So I was struggling with this a couple of years ago about like, what is mediumship? Because to me, it didn't feel like just giving readings all the time. Like I love to give readings and I think they're incredibly sacred, but it had, I was at a point where I was constantly getting asked to do those in-home readings and people were calling them parties and, and that is what they are. Like they can be, they're very fun and they're very light, but people were asking me to constantly do these and I just wasn't aligned. It didn't feel right to me. And I was getting asked to do these conferences all the time. And I, I felt like, and I, you've probably heard me talk about this on a different podcast, but I felt like the place where I was doing these conferences, they didn't care about the people or the messages or the sacred work. They cared only about the money. And so I'd get somebody in my chair and I'd give them a reading. And when their timer was up, the people that worked there were in there, you know, pushing them out when we were finally making really good progress. And I didn't like that. I wanted to help them. And so I remember I was laying on the beach a couple years ago and I was working, I was writing blogs and just thinking and connecting with spirit. And I asked, what is the purpose of mediumship? Because it can't be just giving readings and people being amazed by the things that come through, which I think is wonderful and beautiful. Don't get me wrong. I do it. I love getting the validation from people. I I just gave a reading yesterday that blew me away. And like, I love that. So don't get me wrong. Readings are really cool and they are really beautiful. But to me, it's really cool and really beautiful to get that validation because it lets you know that there's something greater out there. It lets you know that there is a bigger consciousness that we can all tap into. It lets you know that we are all one because if we weren't all one, how could I tap into your energy and give you these messages that you really need? And so I do believe that it's beautiful and I do believe that it's cool. And I do believe that these parties are great and they're healing and, and all of that. But I was really struggling with, and this has been on my mind again lately, like what is the purpose of mediumship? And so I asked and I channeled and I got a very clear message that is stuck with me and I say it all the time now. Mediumship isn't to give readings. Mediumship isn't to necessarily intentionally pass along messages. Mediumship is first for your healing. And then, should you so choose, it's to help others do the same. And that really hit me. Because that's, it clarified so much. Because in the beginning of my 
my journey, my spiritual journey, if you want to call it that, I was focused only on getting happy. I had no intention of becoming a professional medium. I had no intention of giving readings. Sure, I had always been like psychics and mediums and like extraterrestrials and ghosts and all that stuff had always been a huge interest of mine and I never knew why. And so, of course, in my mind, I was like, man, that would be so cool. Like, wouldn't it be cool to be a medium? Like, I remember when I was little, like, it would be so cool. But those people probably aren't even real. Well, they are real. And the reason I was called to it was because that was my calling. And so that's another thing. If you're so focused, like, if you've always been called to ghost stories, or you've always been called to, like, understanding mediums or mediumship or consciousness or the way people, people, pass over and what happens with their spirits like if that's something that you're like this is so weird of me to be obsessed with but this is something that I love that's a very clear sign that your soul is meant to be doing this work but I digress so during my my the start of my journey I was just trying to get happy and I also was sick of being scared all of the time because I always had these things happening to me that were just, they were too much. My dreams were too much. My nightmares were too much. The feelings of being watched were too much. Hearing stuff was too much. Being scared to go in certain rooms because I felt like somebody was in there and nobody else thought anybody was in there. That was too much. And I remember one of the final straws, and I don't know if I've shared this before, was I was rocking my son to sleep and he was like, he was a baby baby maybe not even three months old and I was rocking him to sleep and my husband wasn't home and hit I was facing the wall where there were no windows and I always didn't like going in his room I always felt uncomfortable in his room and since we had moved in the house and I remember feeling so uncomfortable, like I got nervous, my heart started beating, and my dog started growling and barking at the opposite wall. Now, this is like the middle of the night. Nobody's awake. Nothing's happening outside. And I took my baby, and I ran out of the room, and he slept with me that night. And I think I said in another podcast that we found out later, because I had always told my husband that house was haunted, and we found out later that actually um, they were hiding a murderer in our house before we had moved in. So everything kind of made sense. But the point is, I was never going after mediumship. I was never going after being a psychic. I was just trying to get happy. And what happened was through my journey of trying to get happy and declaring that I was no longer available to be scared and asking for help and asking for guidance and asking for assistance and saying, God, universe, whoever you are, I'm willing to do this. Whatever this is, I'm willing to do this. Lead me, guide me, but I'm not willing to be scared. And the next time you scare me, I'm done. And from that moment on, everything changed for me. But from that moment on, too, I was guided down this rabbit hole of healing that I didn't even know that I needed to do. Like, I would sit in meditation not even knowing how to meditate and say, okay, whoever's up there, and I think I learned about spirit guides maybe at this point, but I didn't know how to talk to them or or what who they were or anything like that. But I said, like, whoever's up there, what do I need to see? Show me what I need to see. 
And so I would see all these different moments from childhood that I was still holding on to. And I would just sob and cry and journal and, and let it all go and forgive. And I felt so much better. Like I felt so much better. And I just kept doing this over and over and over. And I kept meditating. I kept journeying within and I kept looking at my own shit and I kept calling myself on my own bullshit. And I kept being honest with myself about the kind of person I was, the kind of person I wanted to be, who I was being, how I was showing up in my relationships, the things that I was holding on to. It was so much work. And you guys, when, when spiritual teachers or um, coaches or whoever, when they talk about the work, you need to do the work. I hear a lot of them say, well, you need to do the work. And then I get clients that come to me and they're like, I keep hearing I need to do the work, but what is the work? That is the work. The work is looking at yourself, looking at the roles that you play in every relationship, looking at the inner child, looking at the healing you need to do, being vulnerable and honest enough with yourself to go backwards in time to see what you are still holding on to, no matter how painful that is, because you know ultimately that spirit's got your back, universe has got your back, your higher self has got your back. And if you are willing to sit with and look at that and feel that, you can let it go and it won't weigh you down anymore. And that is healing. And through that work, your intuition is developed. And through that availability for higher consciousness and higher connections and the ability, the ability for the universe and your spirit guides and your higher self to help you, that is developing your mediumship. That guidance is mediumship. That intuition, those hits that you get, that is mediumship. And so mediumship isn't bad or taboo or negative or wicked or evil or anything like that. Mediumship is effing beautiful and it's here for your healing and it's here to deepen your connection with yourself through the guidance of spirit, through the connection of spirit. Spirit will take you as deep as you want to and are willing to go if you are willing to show up and be available and do the work. And so I always tell my students, my coaching students, I say this in my courses over and over and over, but the more intuitive hits that they give you, that you listen to, will follow through with and trust, the more that you will be given. And that's a big issue with people when they say, okay, like I keep, I'm doing, you know, the, the steps provided in your course, I'm doing all the things that these other teachers have told me, I have these books, I'm doing all the things that I can find to tell me how to deepen my intuition, yet nothing's really happening. I keep getting a sign here, a sign there. I'm getting it, what I think is a hit here, but it's probably just coincidence. And so my first question is always, well, what did you do with that information? Did you trust it? Did you say thank you? Did you follow it? Or did you disregard it? And nine times out of 10, they say, well, I just thought it was coincidence or I didn't think it was a big deal. Or, you know, these, these pennies or these certain birds or this certain sign that I asked for kept showing up, but I needed a signier sign. <laughs> but you gotta, you gotta say thank you for those signs. Even if you don't know what they mean, if you get a crazy dream that you know was a message for you, but you don't know what the message is, you gotta say thank you for that. If you see a sign from spirit, you got to say thank you for that. You have to acknowledge it because the more you acknowledge it, the more you trust it, the more they're going to give you, babe. And the more that they give you, the easier it is for you to start understanding when they're giving it to you 
and what those messages mean. It's developing a relationship. Developing your intuition, developing your mediumship gifts, it's developing a relationship between you and yourself and you and spirit and how your higher self connects to the messages that spirit gives you. It's all about awareness, willingness, availability, connecting, and and trusting. So mediumship is first for your healing. And then if you're ready and you feel called, then it is a beautiful and sacred gift for you to help other people do the same. But it doesn't make you any more special or better than them. Somebody who's a really good clairvoyant medium isn't any better than somebody who is really tapped in and tuned into themselves. One's available to give it to somebody else because they feel good about it and they're ready. And the other one is spreading their light and spreading their messages and spreading spirit's good vibes by being the example of the messages that spirit's giving them without having to actually give anybody a reading. Does that make sense? If you are an empath or you've been told you're, you know, some kind of a healer or you've been told you have a strong intuition, then you probably notice that people flock to you, that they pour their healing on you or, or sorry, that they pour their life stories onto you or that wounded souls are attracted to you, or that strangers tell you their life stories. You're likely channeling information that they need. Your aura is giving off that healing vibe, that safe space for them to be themselves, to let go, to unload. They're not doing it intentionally to you, but your vibe says, I am a healer. I have this energy that is safe for you. I'm holding space for you. I'm here for you. Whether you want to be or not, that's just who you are. And so you don't have to give readings to be a quote medium or somebody that can support other people or hold space for other people. Your spirit does that for you. And that's why these people are called to you. So somebody who has this healing energy or this healing vibe or this safe vibe is no different or no less or is not less than than the medium who chooses to use their gifts and give readings. We all have this availability. It's all about where we are at on our path, what we are available for. Like the, this is coming in right now. The level at which your mediumship is, as in passing on messages, is the level at which your soul is is ready okay so meaning you may be the one that all of your friends come to for advice or strangers come to advice and if you are if you are available for it they will walk away feeling better now the trick for you is to not feel drained after that but that's a whole nother conversation you can figure out how to do that in the intuitive development course. That's a whole nother conversation. But somebody who's ready to give and pass on those messages, those accurate messages, those messages that are for healing, they are also at a point on their path where they're tapping into what their soul is ready to do. Okay? Neither one is better. They're just different. 
they're holding space differently. Somebody might have their energy attuned and be available for that to give those messages and pass those along. Somebody else might not be ready, but they are doing the healing work just by sitting and listening. Passing those messages along, giving intentional readings, it's heavy. It can, it is beautiful and uplifting, but it can be heavy and it can be hard and it can be emotional. And you have to have a certain level of healing within yourself to be ready to give those messages and not take too much of it on when you leave. It is really hard facilitating a healing conversation, a conversation of closure between a spirit that is passed on and a spirit and a person that is here that is left in guilt. That's hard. That's hard work. That's emotional work. But when you have prepped yourself by doing your own healing and by knowing that this work is sacred and that you want to do this, you want to help people, you know that it's going to be hard on you, you know that it's emotionally taxing, but you know that it's your purpose, then go for it. But just because you have the gift of mediumship, just because you have the gift to read does not mean that you are obligated to give those messages. It's about when you are ready when you feel prepared, and should you wish to do it. But your obligation is, if you know you are that intuitive, part of your life purpose here is to learn how to tap into it, is to learn how to understand it, is to learn what spirit needs you to know for your own healing first. But here's where the obligation comes in. And here's where I usually don't like to put pressure on people. But here's where I kind of put the pressure on people that I know that are incredibly intuitive. It's for your healing first. It's for you to deepen your connection with yourself first. It's for you to see the beauty of this life and to be able to to see from a much higher perspective. Not from just the human level, but from spirit's level, from your higher self's level. Understand when the ego is talking. Understand all of these different perspectives. And that happens naturally as you learn to tap into your intuition, as you learn to be available for spirit's messages. That's what it's for. It helps you uncover wounds that you didn't know you had and actually heal those wounds that you didn't know you had. It helps you to be more loving, to be more at peace, to know that you have support from your guides, from the unseen, knowing that you can trust in this life, trust in yourself, trust in your path because you will always be supportive. It's for you to help yourself and for you to whether, again, whether you give those messages or not, just help people along their paths by showing up for them, by being a good example, by being a good fucking human, by being kind, by seeing the positive, by seeing the higher perspective. And here's where the obligation comes in. All of this sounds like it's for you, right? All of this healing, all of this quote unquote inner work, all this inner child healing, all this past wound healing, seeing things from a higher perspective, like that all sounds great. It sounds very personal. It sounds like it's just for you. But here's the thing. Here's the obligation. Here's where I'm putting the pressure on you. 
when you start to undo all of these years of wounds, when you start to heal yourself, when you let go of the past, when you learn to forgive, when you learn to see from a higher perspective, when you learn that every shitty thing that happened to you was actually for you in your good and for your favor, for you to learn and grow and have your soul's lessons and for your soul's growth, then you set up generations beyond you to not have to do all of that. You set up generations beyond you to not have to undo the trauma that their parents put on them. You set up generations beyond you to not come from a place of hate and a place of anger and a place of reactiveness. You teach them how to respond from a loving perspective. You teach them what it is to be a kind and loving person. And you teach them that these things that happen to them, it's not the world out to get them, but it's for their own insight, for their own growth, for them to learn and embody a language of love so that they can then pass that on to other people that they meet and other generations. It's a spider web effect. And that's where I put the pressure on intuitives. Because if you have the ability to heal, if you have the ability to undo these wounds, if you have the ability to learn how to tap into this guidance system, that will always guide you, that will always give you love, that will always support you, even when it looks like it's not happening, but you know, because you've had so many validating moments, you've trusted so much, and you've been led so much, that you know that you can have faith, even when things look like they're not happening for you, when you can become that person, you heal your kids, and your kids' kids, and their kids, and those kids go out, and they help other people, it's, it's a spider web effect, it's a ripple effect, it's a domino effect. And so I do believe that if you are that intuitive, you're being called to understand who you are at your core, which is, again, I don't love the word, but which is, quote, a medium. A medium is just somebody that's in the middle of spirit and the physical. It's just somebody that spirit's channeling their messages through. That's all a medium is. They're in the middle. They're translating. And I tell people that when I get on sessions with them. It's not me. I'm just translating for spirit. I'm putting the puzzle pieces together. I'm allowing spirit to speak through me. I'm giving you the messages, but this is coming from them. And so when you can become a medium for yourself, you will heal like you have never healed before. You will see the world differently than you have ever seen before. You will love yourself. You will love people that you never thought you could love because you understand that they are a spirit doing the best they can with the knowledge that they have. And everyone is on their path and they are learning and growing in every experience's insight. You will learn that the people that trigger you are reflecting back to you the things that you still need to work on whether that's setting boundaries, whether that's looking at where you're holding resentment, whatever it is. That is what this work does for you. That is what mediumship is. And so it's not selective at all. It's not just for special people, because that's what I used to think. It's for people that are ready for it. It's for people that are available for it. And again, you don't have to go shouting to the world, hey, I'm a medium. You don't have to shout to the world anything. You owe nobody anything. Except, I believe, if you have healing to do, you owe it to your future kids and and or, if you choose not to have kids, future generations. 
you have no idea how many strangers just come up to me and talk to me. Everybody talks to me. Everybody talks to me. They tell me their stuff. And then they're like, I don't know why I'm telling you all of this. People in the gym, people at restaurants, people in the grocery store. I don't know why I'm telling you this. I know why. I know why. And my friends always tell me, they're like, Ashley, people just talk to you because you just have like this healing energy. For me, it doesn't feel that way. And for you, it probably might not feel that way. But I've, I've learned enough to know that whatever there is, like there's something in my spirit that makes people feel safe. And there's something in my spirit that allows them to unload. And I've learned throughout the things that I teach in the intuitive development course and the things that I teach in my mediumship diving deeper, I've learned to protect my energy so that I can be there and hold space and serve them. And if a message comes through, I can channel that for them without having to say, here's a message from spirit. I can say what they need from spirit, what they need to hear in a way that's going to serve them and make them think. And I can plant those seeds that are given to me by spirit. And I can hope that they water them when they walk away. But do I tell every person that comes up to me and gives me their life story that I'm a medium? No. I listen. I hold space. I help and serve where I can. And I've been doing that my whole life, but it used to drain me. I used to not know why I would say all of these things and give all this advice and then not remember what I said. It's because I was channeling it. I had words of like a 90-year-old woman sometimes, and I didn't know where the hell it came from. It came from spirit. And that's how this works. It's not always I see dead people walking around or we sit down in meditation and all of a sudden we're flooded with messages. It does work like that. And I do get really cool visions and I get really cool visions in meditation and when I lay down to sleep. And yeah, it can be overwhelming sometimes, but it's beautiful. And it's for our healing first. And it's to deepen our connection with ourself through spirit's guidance. It's to see how beautiful this life is. You guys, I used to think life sucked. I used to think life was like everything was drab and boring and it was only about bills. And what's that saying? Like you live, you pay taxes, you die. Like that's honestly how I looked at work, at life. And you go to work, right? That was the other one. That's how I looked at life. And now when I look at life, I see life. Like that's the only way I can explain it. I see life. I see spirits inside people. I see these birds flying around and they're having the most beautiful time. I watch the grass and I don't look at the grass as grass. I look at it as, whoa, that's life. I think about our earth and I can go so deep with this, but I think about our earth and I'm like, she's breathing. We're living on this living, breathing rock and, and we're flying through space and we're here and we get to experience this together. And what a different perspective that is from well, the world's gone to shit in the last two years, and I guess we're all just getting through it until we're gone. Totally different perspectives, right? One lights me up. One pulls me down. And the reason I see through that perspective is because I choose to see from a higher perspective that spirit gives me. And so you guys, again, mediumship is for your healing first and then for you to help others should you choose. But it's not an obligation. Your only obligation is to be a better person than you were the day before. Your only obligation is to show up for yourself so that you can plant seeds of abundance and growth and happiness and ease and joy and purity and peace 
for people around you and generations to come. And so the way you enhance it is, is intention. The way you enhance it is decision. The way you enhance it is letting go of your fears, letting go of your stories about what mediumship is and what it means and just experiencing it for yourself so that you can fully experience this life for yourself. Mediumship is beautiful and it is incredible to have a breakthrough with someone in a session. It is incredible to connect and give very specific things down to clothing and mannerism and very specific, uh, you know, like pet names that come through from spirit for the people that I'm reading for. It's, it's incredible. There's no feeling like it. There's no feeling like having your client click in and having that moment, that aha moment. There's no feeling like connecting your client to their spirit guide and no, and having your client put everything together and say, holy crap, this spirit guide has been with me. She was with me this time and this time and this time and this time. I see it now. I feel it now. There's no other feeling like that. Giving readings is amazing and it's beautiful and it's sacred work because it's for their healing. And you will be surprised if you do choose to give readings at the healing messages that come through you simultaneously. And so if you want to learn more about your intuition I and you're kind of new to this, then I recommend the intuitive development course. It teaches you to work past fears and boundaries, and it teaches you about each of the clears. It teaches you how to manage your energy. It teaches you how to expand your energy, how to pull your energy in. It teaches you everything you need to know to get started with your intuition, but also to go back and really enhance it. Because like I said, I've worked with mediums who are already giving readings who go back through this course that they think is a beginner's course, but they go back through this course and they're like, holy crap, there's so much in here that I was not taught before. I worked with other mediums. I worked on other courses. There's so much in this one that I didn't even know about. And now I tweak these few things and my readings are so much better. And that's with the intuitive development course. But if you are someone that is ready to, you know, like you really want to start getting accurate messages, whether for yourself or someone else, you want to learn to give group readings. You want to learn to give a reading, start to finish, open to close. The Mediumship Diving Deeper is for you. Mediumship Diving Deeper is an amazing course. It's also a video course that teaches you how to get the specifics from spirit. It teaches you how to identify a spirit, how to figure out what kind of spirit it is, how to ask the right questions from the spirit to get messages for yourself or for your client. It teaches you how to open a mediumship reading. It teaches you how to close a mediumship reading because that is equally as important or your energy is going to be pulled out all day. And that's called the Mediumship Diving Deeper course. If you have any questions about that, please feel free to email me, ashley at lightloveandspirit.com. As you know, I do have a few open spots for coaching coming up um, late spring, early summer. But if you are someone that's like, I work best on my own time, I really like videos, I like to go back through things, then I recommend the Intuitive Development course or, if you're ready for it, Mediumship Diving Deeper. I hope you have the most beautiful weekend, and I will talk to you next time.
Working with my intuition has changed my life and it is so much fun, but it's definitely been a journey. I get people asking me all the time how I got to where I am, how I knew how to trust, how I let go of that fear, and how I learned how to embrace my intuition while also learning how to manage it so it didn't control my days. And I am happy to tell you that I have the Intuitive Development and Progression Program. It's over 40 videos, includes how to work with each of the individual clairs, plus how to manage them as well so they're not taking over your days. Empaths, you know exactly what I'm talking about. So if you guys are interested in learning how to develop your intuition on a way that works for you and that you can embrace throughout each and every day and carry into readings or more psychic development work if that's your jam, please join me in the Intuitive Development and Progression course. Today I have a 25% off code for you. And that code is IDP25. Just enter it at checkout and you're going to get a pretty big discount, 25% on the intuitive development and progression course. Again, that code is IDP25. I promise you it will change your life. Thank you for hanging out with me on the Spirited Life podcast. It was so good to be here with you today, and I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Remember, if you're craving more on spirituality, intuitive development, mediumship, or just really understanding who you are on an energetic level, please check me out at lightloveandspirit.com. It is your go-to resource for all things spirituality, mindset, and intuitive understanding. And remember, if you're ready to tap into your intuition, join me in the Intuitive Development and Progression Program. This program has over 40 videos, multiple bonus courses, and you get a complimentary coaching call with me. It dives into all the different clairs, how to work with them, how to manage them, how to tune in and out of them, how to work with your spirit guides, and so much more. And if you're beyond that, if you already understand all of that, how to tune into your intuition and how to manage it, then I invite you to check out Mediumship Diving Deeper, where you can learn how to utilize your gifts and actually start getting those evidential messages that make clear sense for you or for other people. And remember, intuitive development isn't just for the person that wants to become a psychic or a medium or thinks that they have gifts. We are all intuitive beings. We are all energetic beings, which means we all have the ability to tap into this at any given time. The difference is we don't all receive in the same way, which is why the intuitive development course breaks it down into clairvoyance, clairaudience, clairsentience, and claircognizance. So that yes, you can utilize your intuition to tap into spirit, or receive messages, but really your intuition can be utilized throughout each and every single day, whether it's in your career, your relationships, your interactions, or the choices that you get to make. So with that, I am out and I hope you all have the most beautiful day. I love you. Bye.